Join myself with Michelle Alcorn and awesome guests weekly talking about real workforce recruitment, retention, immigration and community building, success stories and challenges. Michelle will deliver tips and advice we can do to make a difference today in your life or business to encourage better, connect, get the results you want. Share her passion and honest, frank conversations with people that want to make a difference. This is People Plan Connect. Recruitment, retention, workforce planning, and succession with business strategist Michelle Elkhorn. It's Michelle Elkhorn here with People Plan Connect with my special guest, Jeanette Radzik. She's a consultant. She's a teacher. She's a mom. She's a foodie. She's a strategic business leader with a passion for people and community. And what I can tell you is she's an expert in organizational development, and I've had the privilege of getting to know her quite well over the last six months. And, and she's got a great saying, and I'm going to lobby it over to her when I first met her, and it has something to do with chaos. What is that other skill that you have, Jeanette? You bring order to chaos? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me. I like to say that I bring, I'm someone that they, they bring in to bring order out of chaos. The bigger the storm, the more I have fun. And you know what? We're in a health storm. And I think a lot of people have heard me speaking about that in such a great lead in. And that wasn't even planned. There's a lot of culture shift going on in organizations. Um, connecting with people has never been more important. And it's interesting because we've been disconnected because we're not in businesses together. More people are connecting. We're recording this podcast via Zoom. So that's always interesting to get together that way. But um, let's talk a little bit about What's going to be shifting in businesses from an organizational development standpoint? And the other thing I just maybe, Jeanette, tell us a little bit about organizational development, because I think that that's something that a lot of people don't always get. Sure. Um, an organizational development consultant is really someone that people bring in oftentimes of change or growth. We really want to improve the health of a company. So we can look at everything from workflows to job duty and roles KPIs and measurement, we look at people and culture, communication, we look at all of these different areas with, of course, people at the center of them, because people are our most valuable asset in an organization, and try to figure out how we can improve the health of the company. And I like that word health of a company, because you and I speak a lot, and we've had an opportunity to work on some projects together as well. But a lot of the work you have done in the past is across Canada, which is incredible, but you're really understanding when you talk about health of an organization, let's unpack that one a bit. You know, we talk a lot about healthy people make for a healthy organization, and that means literally nutrition. And we're not going to unpack a lot of nutrition today, even though we could, we could have a lot of fun with our foodie selves. But I do think there's a lot of people at home right now looking at how they're eating and eating differently, and that's certainly something we can talk about afterwards. But I want to ask you a bit about what that health of an organization when it comes to the people when their communication. Let's like I think that that's a really big one that I think when we go in and do job analysis, there's just start to ask questions, there's breakdowns in communication. Talk a little bit about what your experience is in, in, in health and communication in companies and maybe some things that companies can do better. Uh, one of the biggest lessons that I've learned has been whatever you think you are communicating, double it, triple it, and then you still may not be communicating enough. So when we go into organizations, we look at things like 
Are you communicating the right information? Hmm. Is it to the right people? Are you bombarding people with too much information? Are you not giving them enough information? And are you communicating at the right time? So when, when change is happening, the worst thing that you can do is to not bring people along with the change that is happening. So those three pieces, the right information to the right people at the right time, absolutely. If you don't do those things, your culture will not be good within an organization. Also, you would look at things like within the organization, are people sharing knowledge? Are they working in silos? Do you have a work environment that encourages people to share information? Let's talk a little bit about that right there. That's working in silos and sharing information. Dig into that a little bit because I think right now inadvertently we're we're in little silos because we're at home. But I I believe people are connecting more at home because they're like, where I could walk down the hall or maybe time wasted in meetings. A little bit more about that specifically. I think that the first question that any organization needs to ask themselves is, are you going to be at risk if any one employee walks out the door? Right? I worked with an organization. We had people who were incredibly specialized. They were brilliant in their field. But if they, to use the expression, got hit by a bus tomorrow, everything would fall apart. So have we documented their policies, procedures, processes? Is there a place where information is shared? Are people cross-trained so that you know, God forbid one person gets sick or has a family member who's ill or has a life change and they need to leave the organization, is the organization going to be at risk? So ensuring that you have in place measures to ensure that information is shared, that someone can pick up a job if, God forbid, something happens to someone in the organization, and are people communicating across so that information is being most effectively used and by the right people who need the information. Jeanette, you said a couple of really key things in there. I love your point is that's how people should function all the time. But I believe that the world has been put into flatlined into the place that everybody now is going to be working with limited resources. So the organizations that didn't have those processes in place are going to be coming back with limited resources. So, you know, I want to talk a little bit about the work that specifically that we do in organizational development and, and how that really can help a company now, and, and you've said it, and I'm going to reinforce what you said again, during change and growth. Well, everybody, we're in the middle of change, and no one's been in a bigger place of change. So, you know, we spoke earlier is, you know, is there a perfect time? Now, That's exactly what I was going to say. Don't wait. Like right now, one of the great things that we're seeing is technology is coming to the forefront. Oftentimes, you know, organizations are kind of running behind the bus to catch up to technology. And especially when you have a remote workforce, if you have meetings with multiple people in them and people that are remote, people who were not in the room with you often missed so much. They miss social cues. They miss those sidebar conversations. Now what we're seeing with technology is that organizations are probably getting a flavor for what it's like to be a remote employee. The key when we were returned back to the workforce where we are in the room is to remember not to lose that. You know, I imagine that one of the things that's going to happen as a result of of this COVID-19 health disaster that's happening right now is that more flexibility will hopefully be built into the workplace where not everyone will necessarily be all the time that we may have working from home who have 
found the value of, you know, walking our kids to school in the morning. So they might take a, a meeting remotely, that now we have the technology in place to be able to do that. We've actually always had the technology in place to do that. And you've leveraged it for years. And I'm gonna I'm gonna get you to reinforce I'm gonna reinforce and I love that you brought up that point about meetings and people and expression. We're talking about communication. Communication is very key in connecting with people. I'm gonna quote Celeste Hadley, she's one of my favorite people. Communication is different than conversation. And I really wanna reinforce a point that Jeanette had made. People in meetings and connecting with them and getting to see their facial expressions and understand what's going on in their world, in their space, Nothing is more important in that. And in a world where we haven't been able to, you know, we took for granted maybe that you walked down the hall and I saw you all the time or I could go by. And, and I think people are feeling very different on how they're connecting. And if you have not done these things previous to that, we can understand that, but you're going to need to do them moving forward. And, and I think you just choose to do that. Everybody's shifting their sales right now, aren't they? Yes, absolutely. Business is not done right now the way that it has been done historically. What's a big message that you have for businesses right now, Jeanette, from a people aspect that they're going to have to look at doing differently? Definitely plan for reintegration. You know, as you said, plan you know, don't wait. This is not something that we can wait. I would ask organizations to consider the fact that business, when reintegration happens, may not look the same as it did before uh, COVID happened. And, and, and this might mean building, you know, more flexibility into the workplace. It may mean that we're going to have to modify some of our processes. It may mean that technology has changed the way that we do business. Um, so there's all these different aspects that organizations are going to look at. And one of the key things when we consider people are our most valuable asset, when, when people return back to the organization, there's actually going to have to be some conversations with people, you know, whether it's management filtering on down to all employees about the changes, about how they understand how their lives have changed, understand how they adapted to do business during COVID. And well, they've been homeschooling. They've been doing stuff. You know, you and I were talking about your life is so different at home as you're trying to balance that off to say, who's doing what? And, and, and when are we with our kid? And whose responsibility is what where before it was this very interesting fluid schedule when all of a sudden what seemed normal is just everybody everybody's different and the leaders are different as well and i think that that's that other message that you and i often speak about is we're feeling it and and and, and employees are feeling it but remember the individual that you reported to is also feeling it too so everybody's kind of confused and you know, not just confused, Michelle, I don't think that we can expect that day one when people return back to work, that things will be able to uptick as quickly as they had maybe in the past. You know, change happens at such a fast pace. We're going to have a period now of, of really reintegration and reassessment and readjustment. People who've been working at home, uh, you know, juggling family, household chores, all of these things that maybe they haven't done before and splits with their partners are, are going to have to make new arrangements and adjust their lifestyles. And so work Work will take a little bit of time to be figured out. It will get back to a level that it needs to be at. But I think that that expectation there as well, that people are going to be able to hit the ground running 
at, you know, 100 miles an hour, it may not be as realistic and that we need to be kind and gentle on ourselves as well as on the people that, that work for us. Because if we push down too hard too quickly, it likely isn't going to go too well because, yeah. you know, people are going to struggle. And the last thing that you want is are people who are working in your organization who are frustrated and struggling and feeling like you're not listening to them or hear them or understand their, those struggles. You know, Michelle, it's back to people again. We, it always comes back to people and, and understanding that we are people. And when you give a little bit of flexibility to your, to your workforce and have compassion and empathy and understanding, they're going to give back to you 110-fold. There's, there's case study after case study that shows it. You know, a little bit of flexibility, kindness, compassion, empathy, and, and you will get it back. I don't think a lot of employers stop to think about the fact that you're rehiring back and you're reintegrating some of your own people. Some of your own people will have made decisions to take other, other jobs. As other people wind back up, they'll be concerned. Maybe you're opening back up, but their, their role isn't for another five or six weeks, but yet someone else does open up a bit sooner. Everybody needs to be realists out there. And if you don't have a really good plan in place and you haven't stopped to think about this, in an already situation that's really rough, you're going to end up in a rougher situation because you haven't made that additional plan. And we want to make sure that you take the time to communicate really well with the individuals coming back. And that's going back to that conversation and communication and making sure that it is fluid and clear. And it really does come up with a plan. Everybody has a chance to reset a bit, right? Sometimes can people feel that a plan is this ominous word? And Michelle, it really doesn't have to be. A plan can be a few key things that your organization is going to work on that are digestible, manageable, and that your employees will be able to embrace. So that's one of the key things. You know, it doesn't have to be incredibly complicated. You just have to engage your employees in a way that is meaningful, not complex. Employee engagement is critical. And, and one of the tips that we want to leave with today, make this plan, get your pen and piece of paper out, guys, put the couple of the actions that you're going to do, but please make sure that you send out a communication now. If yes. you've got people laid off, if you've got people not working in your organization or they're working part-time, please let them know that you're thinking about them. So, and I know some of us haven't, or, you know, I kind of text them or I saw them on Facebook no, you know what? It, take a moment and put a little bit of a structured communication together. What else do you have to add to that list, Jeanette? I think reaching out to employees and, and you have your structured communication, but there's a lot to be said for in-person contact, Michelle. It's picking up the phone. You know, if you have an organization where you have 200 employees, it's obviously not realistic. Um, but uh, calling the key managers who could then call down to their staff in, in a type of call tree Reaching out to people, letting them know that you're thinking about them, letting them know that they are important to you is absolutely at the top of my list. Um, and I'm reaching out to my clients right now to do exactly the same thing. And it's it's one of those things I, where the, the phone is being picked up and they're like, oh, wow, you're calling me. Thank you so much. It's kind of that surprise and delight. I'm like, of course, you're on my mind. You're important to me. So for those that are important to us, reach out. And, and if you can, that personal touch is absolutely critical. People plan and connect. 
it's people first. Make sure you have a plan and, and take the time to connect with individuals. Uh, Jeanette, thank you so much for taking time out of your day and away from your family today to spend with us and having a conversation. And we're going to look forward to um, having a future podcast where you and I will talk about some more specific topics that we are both quite passionate about. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for listening to People, Plan, Connect. Recruitment, retention, workforce planning, and succession with business strategist Michelle Alcorn. If you have a podcast topic or you'd like to be on the podcast, please contact Michelle at michelleconnects.ca. That's michelleconnects.ca. This podcast was produced by Tosh Taylor of the Podcast Hub Productions. Find her online at podcasthub.ca.